Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf, and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind-blowing neuroscience of pain, and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real, long-term improvements in pain. Stick with me, and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you, and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no-fluff, natural, science-backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. We are already halfway through January, friends, and that means that most of you have already probably given up on your New Year's resolutions. And that's because resolutions rely on motivation and feelings, but motivation is unreliable and our feelings can change from day to day or moment to moment, right? And so that's why we really can't trust motivation to really pull us through. So instead of relying on willpower and having to decide what to do each day, instead of deciding what we do based on our feelings or our motivation, when it comes to your pain care, if you want a real proven solution to help you start feeling better, even though nothing has worked in the past, a real solution that provides structure and accountability, then now is the time to enroll in the chronic pain breakup method because right now you get two extra weeks in the program and a bonus one-on-one coaching call with me when you sign up during the month of January. So set up your free clarity call where you'll find out if this approach is a good fit for you. And that way you can get in on all these extra program bonuses before they disappear. Because like I said, you can't rely on motivation, willpower, and trying to figure this all out on your own with this stuff. And that's because chronic pain is complicated. It's not straightforward like other aches and injuries. And chronic pain is very deceptive. Okay. Chronic pain is the great deceiver. And that's what we're talking about today on the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. And that is how chronic pain has deceived, misled, confused, and stumped so many of your doctors and so many of you and led you to get the runaround, chasing your tail, trying to figure out what the heck is going on and how the heck to address this problem. Over and over again, I hear the same story in my conversations with people with chronic pain, and it's the same story I hear from all of my clients. This is a story that starts with pain and regardless of how it started or where it's located in the body, that story involves confusion, frustration, and disappointment. But then from there, this is kind of how that story goes. And maybe you can relate to some of this, right? Your doctors will interview you. They examine you. Well, maybe they examine you. They have a few theories as to why you're in pain and they pick one of them for now. And then they recommend different treatments based on what they think is going on. They'll say physical therapy, injections, rest, ice, elevation, compression, take an anti-inflammatory medication or take Tylenol. And then of course that stuff doesn't work. You may have encountered some doctors who tell you to come back if it gets any worse, right? And then it gets worse. So you come back and if you're lucky, the doctor does a little bit more testing, but those tests come back normal or within normal limits, or something really just like minor shows up on them. And so they say that it doesn't really explain your problem, or it's really nothing to be concerned about. And so it feels like your pain has been ignored, neglected, and not properly investigated. 
But since the doctor doesn't really know what's going on with you, he refers you to other doctors. So you end up seeing what seems like hundreds of different doctors in different specialties. And every time you get an appointment, you start to feel a little bit more hopeful uh, about, you know, maybe getting an answer, but you only end up feeling let down and disappointed after months of waiting for your appointment, where you're kind of just told that there's nothing else we can do for you. And then, of course, it's implied that they don't believe you, or sometimes they just flat out say it, like, you know, we think your pain is all in your head. Or maybe they say it's because of your anxiety or because you're depressed. And then your attempts to sort of advocate for yourself are really met with these like ultimatums, right? You have to do physical therapy before you can get an MRI. You have to take this medication or there's nothing else we can do for you. If you don't want this surgery or this injection or this procedure, there's nothing else we can do for you. And when you ask for more answers, it's assumed that you're like drug seeking or that you're a difficult patient and you end up getting treated in a way that no one deserves to be treated. You start getting hundreds of different explanations for why you have this pain. The explanations are conflicting, they're confusing, which makes you even more fearful of what could really be going on and nothing seems to really make any sense. And so part of you starts to think that, well, if, if doctors can't figure out what's wrong with me, then something really must be wrong. Either that, or maybe I really am crazy. Maybe I, this really is all in my head. And so you end up eventually in the world of pain management, where the aim is just to manage pain in a way that seems a little bit like throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? Then they've had you on more than a handful of different medications, and none of the medications really work that well, or they have some kind of nasty side effects, and so you don't really want to be on them. They stop working over time, and they make you feel like you know, you're just in a fog or they make you gain weight. All the while, gradually, as your pain becomes bigger and bigger, your world becomes smaller and smaller. It takes a toll on your memory. You know, you're always in a fog. It attempts, it, it affects your ability to work, your relationships, your sleep, and it becomes a problem of more than just the pain. It's the GI issues. It's the no libido, the immune system dysfunction, the widespread inflammation, you can't seem to get good sleep. There's fatigue. There's all this stuff, other stuff going on. But the doctors all like to treat each one of those symptoms as if it's a separate disorder, right? We treat the constipation with this treatment. We treat the pain with this treatment. We treat the sleep problem with this other treatment, right? There's a different doctor for every symptom. And none of those doctors seem to communicate with each other. It, and so for months or years, it seems like nothing is going anywhere and the problem is just getting worse. And I'm telling you right now, this is the story that I hear over and over again. And so if you can relate to that a little bit, if, if this sounds a little bit like your story, I do want to show you that you're not alone, but also that it really does not have to be this way. It really shouldn't be this way. If you can relate and parts of the story sound like your story, I totally understand where you're at. And I want you to know that none of this is your fault, all right? The reason this is the story that I hear far too often is because chronic pain is so deceiving. And unless your doctors know exactly what to look for, they're not going to notice. And that's the thing. Chronic pain education is not a required part of our medical school's curriculum. Most schools have no chronic pain education at all for their medical students, 
or the soon-to-be doctors. And those that do, they may have only one hour of chronic pain education in their entire coursework. Okay. And that means that most doctors have never been taught about chronic pain at all. And they really don't know anything about it or what makes it different from other aches and injuries or how to treat it. I not only specialized in chronic pain, but treating people with chronic pain has been my main focus over the last nine plus years or so. And so this is what has happened. There's this huge gap in the healthcare system that has completely skipped over this the chronic pain population. And it's because our doctors and our healthcare providers have not been educated on chronic pain. What has happened is our healthcare providers are being deceived because chronic pain is very deceiving. Okay, chronic pain is the great deceiver. Chronic pain mimics other aches, injuries, and diseases. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about what I mean by that. But before I do, I want to define that word chronic. Okay, when I say chronic pain is the great deceiver, what I mean by that word chronic is the pain is chronic in a sense that it has persisted for a long period of time. Okay, that is the healthcare system definition of the word chronic. And acute pain is much more of a newer pain or pain that hasn't been around for a very long time. So it's a much newer pain or injury. And of course, acute pain can become chronic pain. But the difference between acute pain and chronic pain does not only lie in the definitions of the terms that we use to describe the length of time that those types of pains have been experienced. Okay, the difference between acute pain and chronic pain involves the mechanism for that pain right? The mechanism for why acute pain exists is different than the mechanism for why chronic pain exists. And like I just mentioned, acute pain can become chronic pain. And in that case, what happens is either the mechanism for which you're experiencing pain changes or a new mechanism is introduced, right? So you could start out with an ankle injury, like a sprained ankle. Initially, the mechanism for that pain is very mechanical and structural, Right? You have pain because of a strained ligament or some irritated tissues in the ankle or the foot, possibly a bone fracture or a bone, a bone bruise. But if over time that ankle continues to hurt months down the road or years down the road, the pain becomes chronic and the primary mechanism for that pain changes. Okay, it's not just the structure and the mechanics of that joint that are causing the pain. Now there's also some changes that happen in the nervous system that are causing that pain as well. Okay, so for example, let's say that your check engine light comes on because your car needs oil. But what if that check engine light stays on because there's another problem in your car? Right? Maybe you fixed the initial oil problem, maybe you didn't, but now there's another problem with the car. And that check engine light won't go off unless it gets addressed. And now a good mechanic would be able to tell you that the car needs more than just an oil change because a good mechanic knows what to look for. They know what all the possible reasons are that could cause your check engine light to come on. But it may not be obvious that your car needs more than just an oil change to someone who doesn't know cars well. Your body's check engine light can come on for more than one reason than just a structural or mechanical problem or an injury. And to be clear, that does not mean that the pain is all in your head. But the problem is that chronic pain, like the actual symptom of pain, the actual swelling, the muscle tension, the numbness, the tingling and burning, the limitations in range of motion, 
those signs and symptoms look the same oftentimes as acute injuries and acute pain. And so what ends up happening is a lot of the time you come in with a complaint of pain, let's just say low back pain, you describe the pain and what makes it worse and what makes it better. And your doctor is going to make a diagnosis. They're going to say, you know, hey, you know, what you what this looks like, it looks like a disc herniation, or this looks like a muscle strain, or it looks like you have arthritis or tendonitis. And your doctor is going to recommend treatments that were designed to treat that diagnosis. Okay, typically those are going to be things like anti-inflammatories to reduce inflammation, painkillers to reduce high levels of acute pain, lots of rest, physical therapy, possibly even surgery. But sure enough, none of that stuff really has any impact on the pain. Think about it. You can't get your check engine light to turn off by changing the oil if there's something wrong with the car's exhaust system. And I'm telling you right now, it's because the pain that you're experiencing is not what it looks like. Because chronic pain mimics these types of structural and mechanical aches, pains, and acute injuries. Okay, you can almost think of it this way. Think about the flu. Symptoms of the flu look very similar to symptoms of some bacterial infections. But treating the flu, which is caused by a viral infection with an antibiotic, won't have any effect. There's no point in really treating the flu with an antibiotic because it's not a bacterial infection right? Viral infections and bacterial infections have different mechanisms and therefore their treatments are different. And so in the same way, chronic pain is different from the other injuries and diseases that it resembles. And so treating chronic pain with treatments that were designed to address other problems will not work. But because our doctors do not have a good understanding of chronic pain, if your back pain symptoms look like sciatica or a disc bulge, then they're gonna give you a treatment for sciatica or a disc bulge. They're gonna recommend injections and physical therapy and surgeries and medications. Now, the other part of this problem is not only is chronic pain deceiving, and even though the mechanism for chronic pain is different, it looks just like these other aches and injuries. The other part of this problem is that our healthcare system is so incredibly fragmented. Okay, so instead of looking at you and seeing that, you know, you're not only in pain, but you're also having these migraines and these headaches, you're tired all the time, you're fatigued, you're not getting good sleep, you're anxious and depressed, you've got problems with your GI system, you're having problems with your reproductive system, you're having problems with your immune system. And so when you go to the doctor, your doctor is going to recommend a different specialist and a different set of treatments for each individual symptom, rather than looking at all those symptoms as a whole and seeing that they're all interconnected and that they can all be tied together to that same mechanism for why you experience chronic pain. When pain becomes chronic, when pain has existed for a long period of time, there are other changes that are happening in the nervous system that not only make the pain worse, that make the pain spread, those changes in the nervous system can cause and contribute to these other symptoms involving other systems in the body. But that's the thing. If you're experiencing those other symptoms, right, the brain fog, the fatigue, the poor sleep, the GI problems and reproductive system problems, the immune system problems, the anxiety, the depression, the irritability, in addition to experiencing high levels of disabling pain, it's not a coincidence that you're experiencing all of those different symptoms, right? All of those symptoms can be explained by these changes in the nervous system. But when the healthcare system really fragments up our care, they don't see that big picture. They never end up addressing the underlying problem that can explain all of those symptoms. Now, I know that that seems like a really big claim, but if the nervous system isn't at the root of all of these problems, 
then how can you explain why my clients in the chronic pain breakup method are seeing improvements in their digestive system symptoms, in their re reproductive system symptoms, without ever directly addressing any of those symptoms, right? In my program, we don't do anything that directly involves treating the digestive system or the immune system or the reproductive system. And yet my clients are seeing improvements in those areas. This just reinforces the fact that these changes that happen in our nervous system not only cause pain, but they cause these other mysterious, uncomfortable symptoms as well. The last thing I want to share is just the fact that because chronic pain is deceiving, because our doctors are not educated on chronic pain, they're not educated on the changes in the nervous system, and because our healthcare system likes to fragment up our care and our treatment based on our different symptoms, we treat the symptoms and not the deeper cause. Because of all that, it leads to what can only be classified as medical trauma, right? Not getting the care that you need adds to the stress, the frustration, and the fear, which undoubtedly contributes to the transition from acute pain to chronic pain, right? If you constantly have to prove that you're in pain and you're not making it up and you're not exaggerating to get intention and you're not drug seeking and you're constantly having to advocate for yourself only to end up being labeled as a difficult patient, you're not being well cared for. And you know that your body needs more than what the healthcare system has provided you so far, right? Like deep down, you know that because otherwise you wouldn't be in this kind of pain. And so you're fighting so hard to find that missing piece that you know your body needs, even though you don't know what that thing is. But all of this crap that the medical system puts you through, the confusion and the conflicting doctor visits, getting the runaround, right? The jumping through hoops, the waiting for appointments and insurance approvals and the gaslighting, right? All of that makes the problem worse. What happens is the body's defense systems get beefed up, right? The pain changes, the mechanism for pain changes. Your body's like, I know I'm not getting the attention I deserve. And so the body just starts to beef up its defense systems, right? The pain changes and the mechanism for pain changes, right? This kind of treatment in the medical system, this medical trauma is causing chronic pain. The very system that was designed to help and heal people and save lives is actually causing and contributing to the development and prolonging of chronic pain, right? There is no doubt in my mind about that. Imagine if you brought your car to a mechanic because the check engine light came on and they said to you, you know, there's nothing wrong with your car. Or what if they said, it's not that big of a deal, just go drive around with it like that. Wouldn't you end up questioning that mechanic? And wouldn't you start kind of arguing back with the mechanic saying like, look, the check engine light is on, something is wrong, right? You'd want to know what's really going on with your car. And wouldn't you be scared to drive your car? You'd probably feel pretty on edge because you'd be driving around with your check engine light on and afraid that at any moment your car could just like blow up or shut down on you or who knows what, but it just doesn't feel safe to drive the car around in that condition. Because the nervous system is our body's defense system, if your nervous system does not feel safe, it's going to beef up its defense systems. It's going to turn the volume of the alarm up louder because it doesn't feel safe and no one seems to be paying attention or doing anything about it. And as the nervous system beefs up its defense system and it turns up the volume of the alarm, the pain alarm, that's when that mechanism of pain shifts, when acute pain becomes chronic. The pain is not just a structural or mechanical issue. It now is a nervous system issue. The mechanism for the pain shifts and becomes an issue within the nervous system. 
And guess what, friends? That kind of pain is going to stick around until we start to address those changes in the nervous system. The pain will only get louder and louder until we start treating chronic pain, like chronic pain, with a nervous system retraining approach. We can turn the volume of the pain alarm back down. In fact, we have so much more control over the volume dial than we do over the actual loudness that we hear, right? We have more control over the activity in the nervous system than we do over the intensity of the pain. So instead of covering up the symptom of pain with Band-Aid treatments that only momentarily lower the intensity of the pain, instead of continuing to throw treatments that address the mechanism for acute pain, instead, we need to address the underlying hidden cause of chronic pain by addressing the nervous system. This is exactly what I help my clients with inside my program, the Chronic Pain Breakup Method. And like I said, all this month, you'll get two extra weeks in the program and a bonus one-on-one coaching call with me for free when you enroll during the month of January. Now, I do free assessments over the phone to get an idea of what's going on with you and your pain, what you've tried in the past, what's worked and what hasn't worked, and then provide you with some clarity on what you need to do to get yourself unstuck. Remember, you need a good mechanic who really knows what to look for and knows the different reasons your check engine light could come on. I'm a chronic pain specialist. I've been doing this for nine plus years, and I'll be able to tell you if this is something that you'd benefit from or not. And then, of course, answer your questions and provide you with some clarity on what you can do to get yourself unstuck and free from pain. Okay, regardless of whether you become a client or not, I'm going to help you out on this call. Right. There's never any pressure or any kind of sales tactics. I do this to provide value and a service to those who really need answers. So go ahead and set up your free call so we can just have that conversation. I'll leave the link to my online scheduler in the description. And I want to leave you with this. Don't let chronic pain continue to deceive you. Don't be fooled by what looks like a structural or mechanical problem or resembles some other injury or disease. Don't assume that just because you have a well-known structural or mechanical issue that you also don't have a nervous system issue as well. I hope this episode provides you with a little bit more clarity. And if you found this helpful, be sure to share it with someone that you know who might be struggling as well. As always, thank you for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you want to take this relationship to the next level, you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.